0: welcome to how to create a literal cat in your favorite RPG if you came here to learn how to do character creation you are in the wrong place because we're doing cat creation this is how to create a literal cat in your favorite RPG this week on how to create a literal cat in your favorite RPG it is me Joel and uh, your other host
1: me Austin
0: and we are playing a game called Shadows of Estoren. I hope that I'm pronouncing that correctly.
1: Yeah, I couldn't figure out how to pronounce it either.
0: <laughs> it's French. If you if this is your first time listening, welcome to the podcast. You can really probably listen to these in any order. Uh, at this point. There's no like shared universe lore or anything. We're just kind of recording a whole bunch of these back-to-back before we start publishing. If you want a quick peek behind the curtain.
1: said you can't let them peek behind our curtain. They're going to know our secrets.
0: I don't really have that many secrets.
1: Ah, okay.
0: So yeah, we are doing cat creation by trying to follow the character creation rules of our favorite RPGs, except we do break a lot of rules because instead of making the characters correctly we are trying to play as cats what like i said we are breaking a lot of rules uh, but we also have some rules that we need to follow while we are doing this first off most importantly we accept no copouts we are making a cat it's the exact animal that comes to mind when i say the word cat it is the house pet Not a lion, not a tiger, not a bear, not an anthropomorphic race. Bears aren't actually a breed of cat, whatever. Uh, No anthropomorphic cats, no Khajiits, whatever. It's a house cat. Just let's straight up house cat rule. Number two, homebrew isn't real. If the rules do not explicitly allow something to happen, it counts as a rule broken. If we come across a situation where it's rules versus written versus rules as intended, we go with whichever one says no. So if the rules technically allow something to happen, but they were clearly intending for something else, then we are counting it as a rule broken. Rule number three, if the game includes stats for a literal cat, like if it, like if we're talking like D&D's cat stat block, we have to use that. If it does not, then we have to try and then uh, if we know of one that will sort of work, we have to use it as well instead. So like... This, this rule is mainly intended for D20 games, which this is not. this is not a D20 game. It's a D10 game. honestly that we have to adapt them from a game that does thing might end up being too much of a too much of a hassle to track down otherwise. Yeah. but uh, anyway, the character class, background book or playbook or job, whatever the game calls the uh, the character class thing, has to exist in the game's core rules or as part of an official expansion. Homebrew classes do not exist because homebrew isn't real. Every, like, if we use a completely homebrewed class, that would, like, literally every step of that would count as a rule broken. Oh, yeah. And it would probably be a lot easier to just work with an existing class.
1: hmm
0: Rule number five. The cat can learn any skill available to its class. For instance, the cat can be allowed to speak but only if an argument could be made that a certain class skill makes it possible. The cat, the cat would also be allowed to, like, you know, do anything else its class could do. We had a cat that was trained to seal away people's magic powers because within the logic of the world, it made perfect sense that somebody could teach a cat to do that. Uh, <laughs> rule number six. If a tool would be physically impossible for a literal cat to use, even if comically downsized for them, they cannot use it. And finally, rule number seven, we actually have to keep track and calculate how many rules are broken at the end of every episode.
1: That's going to be fun to do.
0: <laughs> yep. This is a new edition as of this time, so the other episodes that were recorded before this one, don't do that, <laughs> which is fine. We'll, they'll get over it.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, it's always nice to do some changes, you know, you can't have... The exact same formula every time.
0: but I mean, we, it would be nice, but we it, are yeah. still kind of working out the format.
1: Humans like consistency, I know that. But do cats?
0: Hmm. Depends on the cat, probably.
1: That's a question for a different podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, or a question for your cat. That's true. Anyway, uh, so like I said earlier, this is Shadows of Estoran. If you don't know what Shadows of Estoran is, it is a French horror RPG. That takes place in the fantasy land of Tri-Cazelle, where it it's a a world of a uh, of magic, rough, beautiful landscapes. There's kind of a an ongoing co- conflict between embrace the uh, the modern versus conform to tradition. There's a a uh, a new line of, of research that the world has found that's like half magic, half science. That's called like magians. It's a, thing that your characters can do, even given the right resources. The issue with this world is that there are kind of like eldritch type horrors that just, uh, live outside of the gates of your average city or town. While they cannot, uh, overpower like large groups of people living together. Uh, if you are traveling the roads, you are probably in a group small enough that you are in incredible danger from a from beings that you could not possibly understand.
1: Going out drinking on a Friday night.
0: Um, I wouldn't know anything about that. I'll have to take your word for it. I would barely know anything about that, so
1: <laughs> just just my my minimal experience. <laughs>
0: and there you have it, folks. We're boring. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh we don't really need to go through the entire process of the world building we are focused specifically on character creation and how to do it wrong so uh step one according to my official character creation guide in the shadow of esteran book one universe uh which is the name of the thing oh yeah we also were gonna tell you the publisher of this one moment it's not listed on the cover does it tell me who published it just agate rpg that's who did it awesome anyway we got that we got that out of the way this was Uh, made and published by agate rpg check them out if you think this is cool Uh, these guys also i know put on an incredible display at a convention which is how i know about this game just fyi but anyway let's get back to character creation Uh, and step one of character creation is ethnicity we do have a problem here because the game assumes that you are going to be playing as a human Uh, and it has you basically selecting the area of origin for your character, which, uh, is an issue for us because that will determine certain things like, um, you know, physical appearance. Mm -hmm. I think that's about it, hopefully. But, um, (laughs) the issue here is we are playing as a cat and cats do not have human ethnicities.
1: Cats are just cats, man.
0: Yeah. Cats are kind of, they're, they're cats. They, uh. You know what a cat looks like. They're, they're the little gray or orange or hairless little guys.
1: They run around sometimes in your living room, sometimes at 3 a.m. in your
0: kitchen. Yep, that's a cat for you. <laughs> uh, now, I do have a few uh, things. We have so far made all male cats. Yeah. I think I think for the sake of diversity, we need to have at least one female cat in this show and this may as well be the episode to do it. Yeah,
1: I was gonna mention that last episode, but then I was like like uh we're so far along in character creation. We're just <laughs> we just kinda go with the flow. I, I don't think we ever really pick like a gender or anything until it kind of forms. So let's uh yeah. yeah let's uh pick this one right off the bat.
0: Yeah we have kind of just like us we even made uh, one cat that was more likely to be female into a male cat.
1: Wait, which one?
0: The, the... Crap, I can't remember what, The legendary drop cat.
1: Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, what was that? I think a that calico? was... Yeah, it was a calico. I think that was Pebble Star, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, that was Pebble Star. Um, Pebble Star, the... The cat who got its uh, powers by being the only, uh, calico to be born male in a generation or something. I mm-hmm. don't know. Um... Anyway, so we could kind of use this to determine where in the world our cat is going to be from. So, uh, we have, uh, the plot of the game kind of takes place on this one peninsula. So we could say that our cat is of the, uh, tri area. They can constitute a very large majority of the peninsula's population. Uh, if you wanted to have another city cat, this would kind of be where a city cat would likely come from. hmm <laughs> There's not really any, like, specific ethnicity to the Tri-Cazelle region. They're kind of a mixture of everyone who has passed through. Uh, then you got the Osag, used to relying only on each other. The Osags are a hardened people with a generally strong build. They are the direct descendants of the po- peninsula's traditional clans. The peninsular c- civilization has evolved a lot, since the foundation of the three kingdoms but some clans remained faithful to the ancestral tr- traditions and did not take part in these changes retired within their clannish way of life the osags did not mingle with the other peoples and have kept many of their ancestors characteristics so if you want i'm i'm gonna guess this would be like more of a country cat then
1: yeah that'd be more of like kind of a kind of like a farmhand cat you know
0: yeah it sounds like these people kind of live in isolation. Um, the Terish. Of unknown origin, the Terish people form a nomadic minority that has been traveling around the lands of the peninsula for decades. They are also called the people from the west, for they came over by crossing the furious ocean, according to legend. The Terishes can be differentiated from the Trichazelians by their high cheekbones, their act. Aquiline Nose, and their other often pale eyes. Uh, many of them became entertainers, mystics, or craftsmen. The Teresh culture still rests on an important base. They are nomadic people used to long journeys, and their language did not disappear, although no stranger has ever learned it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's interesting, so like a, a nomad.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, then the people of the continent. Men and women from the continent are often slimmer and slenderer than the natives of tri Most often, they have delicate faces but sometimes very sharp features. A character choosing this people will not be native uh, from the continent, but rather a direct descendant of at least one continental parent. If the continental origins of the character reach further away, he is considered to be a trichazalian. According to the paths of the uh, player character's family and how it fitted into the trichazalian society, he might have learned the language of continental origin or a dialect of the peninsula if the player character wishes. I kind of think it would be more interesting to play as a nomad or a country cat. Yeah. Uh, Cause the others kind of sound like, you know, your well adjusted city type mm-hmm. uh, societies.
1: I, Oh man. It's kind of hard to pick. Cause I, I like the kind of like farmhand cat deal because I have something I could base that off of. My grandfather is a farmer and he would have cats that would like follow him around while he, you know, did his chores. Um, but a nomad cat sounds just so cool, (laughs) like a cat who has seen some shit,
0: you know? Here's the thing, we will probably have plenty of other opportunities to make a nomadic cat.
1: That's true. Um,
0: the farmhand cat, you know, I won't say that we'll never have another opportunity to make that, uh, because we probably will have plenty, but, um, I don't know, it might be the more interesting cat to play as. I, I think so. In this case.
1: I think it would. Just having, you know, because cats are typically secluded to like their own, you know, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of, domicile, whatever, their their own area, you know, like a cat lives in your house. Right. (laughs) Or generally around your house if you have an an outside cat. Yep. So, yeah, I think, I think Osag, uh, Osag, Osag, I don't, I don't know.
0: Me neither, it's okay. But yeah,
1: I, I think that's that's the good choice for now.
0: Okay, um, I do think we need to make a note of that somewhere that we did break a rule, and that this is not actually a member of the Osag people; just probably lives among them. Mm-hmm. Oh. That might be one of those things that will need like a, a special like note notebook for. One moment, let me just pull up a.
1: Let's say if you want to keep track of that on a Google Doc, I can keep track of the uh, actual creation. Not going on here, I feel like the not playing a human rule is uh <laughs> like number one for most of the games that we're going to be doing.
0: You know, it probably will be a very commonly broken rule. Yeah. <laughs> but that's fine. They'll get over it. So, that's step one. Step two.
1: Profession.
0: Professions, yes. So. Uh, after the character's native people have been chosen, he must be attributed to a profession. Uh... Man, this book just really assumes your character's gender off the bat. Uh, It can be his main activity or the domain in which he has has been essentially trained during his youth of his own free will or forcibly as the player wishes. Whatever his profession may be, this player starts with the social status of an apprentice or a novice. The leader has to decide with the player's agreement whether the players have already obtained their statuses or are still apprentices, a squire dreaming of becoming a knight, a young ion then des- destined to become a demorthane and inceptus finishing his uh se- studies or a young adept of the one god on his way to his acceptance uh players may start with the status of of just demorthane knight or saint or for magius imagine- magian magians guys it's uh magic science uh and they, they made up a whole series of language and words just for it. Uh, in such case, they will be novices. Therefore, a Demorthan PC will just be granted his status and his first powers. A knight will not be a leader of a fortress, but rather a fighter defending it, and so on and so forth. So, our classes are Bard, Craftsman, Demorthan, and a, uh, the first two are kind of self-evident, I think. Mm-hmm. If you've played RPGs before, you know what a Bard is. A Craftsman is well a craftsman uh the demorthen <laughs> are representatives of nature they can make contact with spirits and ask them to perform particular tasks a demorthen is the keeper of the ancient peninsular traditions and is often regarded with respect apprentice demorthen are called Eonthen. Hmm. um then we've got the explorer the fighter the hunter the investigator the knight the magientists Which, again, that's like, you're a magical scientist.
1: An alchemist, you will.
0: Yeah, sort of. Could also be a merchant, an occultist, a peasant, a physician, a religious of the temple, a rogue, a scholar, a spy, a Varigal. And Varigal are travelers, messengers, bringers of news, but also packages. Like, the mailman. Yeah. You could be the mailman if you wanted to.
1: Yeah, we did that last episode.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think technically it was two episodes ago, but... Yeah,
1: two episodes ago. Whoops.
0: Oh, well. Who knows what order I release these in.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Pulling back the curtain a little more this episode.
0: You know what? It happens. Yeah. And if we pulled back the curtain way too much, I can always edit it out. True. But anyway, uh, any of those jobs sound good to you?
1: Mm. My my knee-jerk reaction is to say peasant because, I mean, what is a cat? Can a cat really do any of these jobs? Hunter could work um, uh, Maybe. If it's like a farmhand cat maybe, you know, gets rid of mice gets rid of like other pests, um, other rodents I don't know. What about you?
0: I I think if we're saying it's a, it's a, a country cat that kind of helps out around the farm Hunter seems pretty good Yeah the, then again peasants is literally the the thing the whether thing? he cultivates the land or raises animals he takes part in the life of his community by feeding it ah so if we're saying like it's just a straight up farm hand it could either have the job like you said of keeping like helping defend the farm by hunting the small critters that would interfere with the crops or we could just say oh you're a peasant you work the fields
1: I like, I like the idea of Hunter, because I feel like it gives our cat a little more purpose. You know, it gives her something to do, rather than just kind of meander around, you know?
0: Yeah, I agree. Alright,
1: let's go with Hunter. Okay. And let's move on to our next step.
0: Which I think is birthplace. We need to determine if we've uh, grown up in a more rural place or the city. We obviously want rural. Is there any kind of, like... Uh, guide on there, or am I going to have to go looking through the, uh, the book to try and find where the rural areas are?
1: Um, you might have to go looking. Let me double check, because it had a map. Did we find out where the, uh, Ogar people are from? What was it again? (laughs) The Osag? Osag, yeah. Did we find out where those people were from?
0: Let me look and see if I can find it. Might need to go to the table contest. I don't have a PDF for this one, so I can't just control F it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, here we go.
1: You found something? The Osog tribes in southern uh, Talcare.
0: Okay, that's an area that we could look at, then, on the map that you have. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. So we could do the land of Dias, uh, the dukedom of Kuali, dukedom of Solontir.
0: Let me see if I can find more information about any of those.
1: Very small place down here called the
0: Record. Huh. Let's see. Talk we're looking at Talcair, right? Yeah. Okay, that starts on page forty eight.
1: Uh physical media. Flipping through an actual book.
0: Mm-hmm. So let's see, what is the actual The Dukedoms are cities. So
1: Mm-hmm. So maybe we want to go with like the land of
0: Dios. The lands of Dios are composed of Talcair's southwestern cape. At the extremity of the peninsula That region, much like, it, much like its inhabitants' hearts Is hard to reach The land is rocky, steep And the landscapes have remained wild The weather is turbulent there And the lands are swept by northern and southern winds alike So, yeah, probably a region where they would do a lot of hunting <laughs> Yeah
1: Uh lands of Dias, then?
0: Yep, I think that works All
1: Right, that yeah.
0: Not just a country cat Now, it's a mountain cat
1: Mm-hmm uh, place of residence, it gives us two options, rural or urban. <laughs> uh, so uh, I
0: think I, it's uh, definitely urban, right? That's um, what we've
1: been... <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's, so rural, social class. So for these, uh, let's see, choose the social class your characters from. Once chosen, choose two domains between those available. they both get a plus one. Uh, so we have peasant, craftsman, middle class, clergy, and nobility. I can go ahead and little. Little flavor text for the uh, so peasant commoners make up most of the population, but you your life in a rural family away from towns and cities without shunning them, you are closer to nature.
0: Craspers. I think that I think that makes the most sense,
1: yeah. Um, because I, I couldn't see a cat being yeah. anything other than that. Um, so our two domains we have a choice from four uh, natural environment, perception, feats, or travel.
0: I think natural environment, probably.
1: Yeah, definitely natural environment. Uh, Since it's a hunter, should we do perception? You know, looking out. uh, Yeah. Age. Minimum 16. I feel like
0: we're going to have to break this rule, too, because what was the oldest cat that we saw earlier? 18?
1: 18, yep.
0: With a a more common life expectancy of 12. So, uh... (laughs) I think you're just going to have to leave that at the lowest setting, and we're going to homebrew in that the cat is, I don't know, four?
1: Yeah. um, Is it going to let me choose the lowest setting? It's giving me a little loading bar.
0: Oh. Oh, no.
1: It's okay. I'll just bump it to 17 so we can move on.
0: Okay. That's fine.
1: Because it, it, no setbacks less than 21 years old. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we don't have any setbacks to take care of. Next step.
0: Well, we might be older than 21 in cat years. Who knows? That's true. Now we're on to step three, the ways. The five ways are mental characteristics that determine the major traits of the character's personality, his way of seeing the world and taking action. The ways will be of use to him in his daily life. For example, he will make use of his combativeness in every moment in which a strong pugnacity will be needed to overcome an ordeal. Uh, that's an interesting word they chose there. Anyway, the way of combativeness, uh... The drive that leads to action and the passion of living, the way of creativity, the ability to imagine, to give the ability to imagine, to give an original meaning to one's life, inventiveness, resourcefulness, the way of empathy, the bond linking a human being to his environment or a cat. Yeah, Um, (laughs) for example, Demarthen use their empathy to communicate with nature at the relational level. Empathy means the ability to feel the emotions of another person. The way of reason rationalization intellect but also research and reflection it shows the learning ability of a character his curiosity and so on the way of conviction generally a human being hangs on an ideal or principles guiding his life cats do this too apparently some turn toward religions others abide by precepts of chivalry while others follow a personal code
1: one of the um tips it's giving us here says the total sum of the ways must equal 15, and you must have at least one way with a rating of 1 or 5. So one of ours either has to be fully down or fully up.
0: Right, so this is kind of like a a point-by kind of system. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the max that you can have in one stat to start with is 5. Yeah. Um, So here's what the book says. Each character will have a rating in each of these ways, which shall be between 1 and 5 and will be qualified as a major rating, a minor rating, or neutral. So major is 4 and 5, minor is 1 and 2, and 3 is neutral. To so have a high rating in way is not better in itself than having a low rating. Each type of rating implies different qualities and flaws. Where a high rating in a way will bring some facilities in the appropriate domains and disciplines, it will become a disadvantage when the character will have to deal with its faults. Thus, a character with a high rating in combativeness may be more energetic in a fight but well, he will also tend to be impulsive. To have a minor rating in this way leads to a character who is calm, but who may sometimes lack spine. Mm. So basically, every like every stat has a bit of a trade-off that will come in when we start getting into faults and setbacks. Although I think we already passed uh, setbacks because our character is too young to have them.
1: Mm-hmm. Nothing holding us back.
0: All right. So one moment. Let me. Uh... Basically, you get to dis- distribute. Uh ratings of one, two three, and four two, three, four, and five as you wish uh give giving a different rating to each of them one has to be one and one has to be five is the only thing and you're again your total has to be uh fifteen
1: mm-hmm. I think I kind of already know what I want our five to be what's that I think it's combat- combativeness right maybe maybe yeah um,
0: if we've got a hunter cat then. An argument could be made that if the uh, the low end of uh, combativeness is patience, then maybe our cat doesn't necessarily go looking to start fights. They look to finish them, and therefore, therefore like, they may be perceived as weak or spineless, but in reality, they just pick their fights very carefully. Uh, mm-hmm. They only go into situations they know they have an advantage in.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, I... I... I think that could work. Oh.
0: So that that's not necessarily a reason to have combativeness low, uh, <laughs> like all the way down. Like it, I don't think it should be your one because yeah, no. the cat do the cat do fight sometimes. It is a hunter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. So three is our neutral, right?
0: Three is neutral.
1: Okay. So we can we can make this a four, maybe, or do you want to just go ahead and. Bump this one up to a five
0: what are we looking at
1: combative unless you have a uh, reason for uh, a different one to be five
0: um I don't know I'm let me look over these one more time yeah
1: it's funny enough I could give a reason for reason being a number five you know maybe this cat maybe she's really smart um, and like plays her cards right when it comes to dealing with like infestations
0: I think the idea of a so, the uh, argument for reason is rationalization, intellect, but also research and reflection, uh, the learning ability of the character, and curiosity. So, I think if you want to have, like, a very curious uh, and cunning cat, then, yeah, five in the reason thing makes perfect sense.
1: Okay. Um, we can do that as our five.
0: Um, let's see. Combativeness, do you, you, what do you have that at? Uh,
1: I have it set to three, but we can change that.
0: Um, okay. Need be. What are your thoughts on creativity?
1: Hmm. That's a tough one. Because that's the ability to imagine, to give original meaning to one's life, inventiveness, or resourcefulness. I don't typically see cats as very resourceful. Though, um, so I guess you could make an argument that they are if they use their surroundings correctly.
0: They could. Uh, just remember, like. For anything that you have uh, low, there's going to be pros and cons to it. So, like, yeah, if you want to have your creativity as your one, then uh, your cat will probably be very dependent on others. Yeah. But may also, like, considering that it's clever and curious, may still be capable of some pretty good problem-solving on its own.
1: Yeah. I don't think it should be our one. Um i think it could easily be a two or three
0: let's set it for two then at the moment then okay uh empathy i kind of think empathy should be a higher value stat um simply because like again as a hunter uh the cat needs to understand nature and the environment yeah and this is so i i kind of think empathy should be a three or four what do you think
1: I, I fully agree, because I was going to say conviction should be our one. Um, so if we make it a four, that adds us up to 15. That gives us a five and a one.
0: Okay. Um, so yeah. I think, Uh. and so convic- convic- conviction. Mm-hmm. If we're saying that uh, conviction is our lowest stat, then the cat doesn't really have any uh principles that it lives by. Nope. Uh, which kind of makes sense. It's a cat. It works off instinct.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, I think that works. Uh, right. So we've already, uh, your, your character creation uh, guide kind of already had us go through age and setbacks.
1: The next thing the creator is taking us through is character
0: traits. Okay. That skips by the book's uh, section on history. Uh, if you want me to just read off history real quick. Go for it. It's time to sum up the past of the player character by focusing on their childhood, the main facts of their life, and their ambitions. The player can use this space assigned to that effect on their character sheet. I'm hoping that there is uh, some that they do something about that at the end. I, yeah, um, I,
1: I would hope that this gives us like a character sheet to download afterwards. Uh, It
0: does give us a character sheet. I did run through it and test that. Okay. I just don't remember at what point it let us set that kind of stuff. But we're kind of following along with it as much as we're following the book because we kind of have to go through this step by step uh, Mm -hmm. on this website. Mm -hmm. So let's just turn the page and go to step five, character traits, sanity, and personality. Um. This is one thing that I don't like about a lot of horror RPGs is they just have a straight-up sanity uh, stat.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Like, in some cases, it makes a little bit of sense. Like, in this case, you're dealing with eldritch horror, and the idea of eldritch horror is, like, you will literally lose your mind by looking, staring into the eyes of this unknowable being. Mm-hmm. But um, at the same time, it's, like, not a really great look at mental health.
1: Yeah, no. Not not a very good takeaway.
0: But anyway, we need, uh, uh, our traits are kind of split up into qualities and flaws. Uh, each character must choose two character traits for his player character. One of these traits will be a quality, the other a flaw, and they will be picked from the list below. They are determined according to the ratings and the ways previously chosen. A five or four in a way gives access to the major rating qualities for that flaws one or two gives access to those of a minor rating. So we need to take one of our fours or fives and choose a uh, either a flaw from the major or minor rating, and then one... Uh, like, we need to choose a, one that has a major rating, one that has a minor rating, and then choose either a quality that matches the minor rating or a flaw that matches the minor rating, and then a strength. You get the idea. Yeah. All right. So let's see. Do we want to go with... Uh, what were what were our uh, stats again?
1: Um, have to go back.
0: That would be ways.
1: Yeah. Uh, so our stats are combativeness three, creativity two, empathy four, reason five, and conviction one.
0: All right. Um. So I think it makes the most sense to focus on like our five and our one mm-hmm. for our uh strengths and flaws but you don't necessarily have to do like the one is the flaw and the five is the strength. You could do the bad side of each of those. Mm-hmm. So like uh reason is your five. So the major rating strength or flaws of that are, uh, abstraction shut-ins, uh, like lives with books over cautious, irresolute. Um, or you could do a strength based off that, which is thoughtful, ingenious, cautious, Logical minded or focused. I kind of like uh, cautious or focused actually. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I, I like those two. I don't know I don't know if our cat would be cautious because based on our ways, um, she's pretty combative. Um, but there's also the. I, I don't know
0: I think we're neutral on combativeness, so it could go either way.
1: That's true.
0: It's not It's not a major or minor stat. It's just something that it knows how to do.
1: Gotcha. Um, does this give us details?
0: Not really, no. Um, uh, and we could always do an empathy uh, strength or weakness as well because we do have a major rating in empathy. Mm-hmm. Actually, combativeness is the only one we can't base our uh, traits on.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I don't know. Which, which one do you think works better, focused or cautious?
0: I would say focused. Um,
1: I feel like, yeah, because I feel like this cat knows her role in this little society.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so she's very, you know, like focused on, I am the one that takes down the threats.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Uh, so our flaw will have to be something with conviction.
0: Uh, I think it could still be any of them, but it does just have to be based on like... Does it say that one has to be a major rating and one has to be a minor rating?
1: Uh, I do not know.
0: I'm, I'm rereading <laughs> the thing real quick. Any combination is possible. Okay. Uh, so the, the flaw and quality may be picked in the same way or in different ways, come from two major or minor ratings or even a major and a minor one. Oh,
1: nice.
0: Um, so it could be a conviction because that's our minor thing. But here's here's what I've got for minor rating. Whimsical, inconsistent unreliable, immoral, or doubting, or treacherous. Hmm. I could make an argument for whimsical because it is a cat. And again, just kind of operates mostly off instinct anyway. Yeah. Uh, but say... let's take a look at some of the other things that we have. Creativity was the other, uh, minor rating, right? Yes. So the, the flaws that are associated with, uh, having a low creativity are awkward narrow-minded, ascetic, I don't know what that word means, rigid, or yeah, I'm not really sure that fits with a cat.
1: I think you could make an argument from narrow-minded, but I don't, I don't think that would work really well.
0: And let's see, let's go back to empathy then. Major rating flaws, emotive, pushover, Gabby, the only one that even kind of makes sense is pushover, and I don't think our cat's a pushover. No. Okay, let's look at re- reason again then. Uh, the major rating flaws of reason are uh, abstraction, shut-in, overcautious, or irresolute. I, I kind of think that the only things that really make sense are maybe uh, overcautious uh, or irresolute or, um, on conviction, the whimsical or inconsistent.
1: Yeah, I was thinking inconsistent as well. Funny enough, whimsical isn't on this list of flaws that the the character creator, did, huh? Which is a little upsetting.
0: Well, I guess inconsistent might be the next best thing then, or inconstant. Inconsistent and constant kind of a similar meaning, but whatever.
1: Yeah, we can do inconstant because you know okay. maybe so maybe the... she wanders off when she finds a new threat, So, kind of there, and then you look over and then she's not.
0: Yep. You know, could it could just be one of those things that like. If something else gets its attention, then it might be difficult to get it back on track. Yeah. All right. All right. Next step is, according to this, advantages and disadvantages.
1: All right. Ooh.
0: Or did it skip something?
1: Uh, says orientation of personality, but it only gives us one choice. Which is? Rational orientation.
0: Hmm. Is there anything in here that doesn't... Oh, here's the personality section. A player should now take the time to write a few lines summing up the personality of the character. Uh, for that, he can use the space that left to that effect on the back of the character sheet. The player could try to show a goal or a major motivation for his PC. This will help in role-playing them and can be used by the leader for the conception of his scenario. He is also encouraged to give a meaning to the ratings in the ways he has chosen... By drawing inspiration from the character traits, for example. So that sounds like kind of when we're writing the cat's lore, we'll come back to that step. We'll circle back around to that. Yeah. Alright. So advantages and disadvantages. Each character has 100 experience points at his disposal at the start of the game, which allow him to improve some skills or buy advantages. They represent what he has lived through until now, independently from the aspects mentioned before. The player character can increase... Wait... I'm missing something. Independently from aspects mentioned beforehand, such as the profession or the social er- origin or his innate characteristic. The PC can increase this amount of points by taking disadvantages, but that's not mandatory. Okay. So basically, if you take a whole bunch of disadvantages, you can afford more advantages, but you're not really required to take either. You just have 100 points you can spend on advantages right now.
1: Gotcha. Ooh. There's already a couple here that I'm looking at for advantages that would work real well and a disadvantage that I think would also
0: work. Are you talking about good sight and keen hearing?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also survival instinct um, keen smell is one as well. Um, and then one of the disadvantages is a phobia. Alright. Like maybe maybe our cat is afraid of like larger rodents like I don't know, say a, a fat skunk came up, came <laughs> along. You know, maybe maybe she'd need some help to take it down uh, or an ally of some kind.
0: Okay. I think go ahead and mark the advantages you want uh, and see how many points, like, you have left over, if any. If you don't have enough points, then, yeah, I will take the phobia disadvantage. Actually, it might just be fun to take the phobia disadvantage anyway.
1: Keen hearing, survival instinct, keen smell. What was the other one we were looking at?
0: Uh, so what do you have again?
1: I have keen hearing, keen smell, and survival.
0: Good sight. Good health. Hmm. Maybe they don't have it listed on your uh, character generator. Maybe not. Is there anything about sight, or... What about nimble? I was about to say,
1: yeah, nimble could be good. Uh, that puts us down to 0 XP.
0: Okay. Go ahead and add the phobia thing in, and that should give you another 40, it Mm -hmm. looks like. So... If you want to add another uh, advantage, we can see if we can afford it.
1: Um, good health gives us 40 extra. Uh, we, we have enough to get. Uh, we can also get quick. Uh,
0: Basically, that gives you one more uh, box in the... You can have one more bad health condition <laughs> if yeah. you have good health. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could also save the points because I think it says there's another way to spend them.
1: Yes, it does say you can you can use them later on.
0: Okay. Uh, so if you want to save those points and use them later on, we could do that as well. Or you could take another disadvantage and give yourself good health.
1: Yeah, let's, uh, let's save them. Okay. Alright, our next step is sanity.
0: Oh, we're moving back in the book for that one. Okay, so sanity and shadow of Estor End. Before proceeding with the step of creation... The leader and players are strongly advised to read the chapter dealing with how to manage and make use of sanity. Only informed and experienced players should use these rules. Should you decide not to use them, skip directly to step nine of the character creation. So it, there's an option not to use them, which I think is good. Does it let you skip the step?
1: It does not. Um, we can pick one and then just nix it at the end.
0: Okay, so, what is it having you pick from? Consciousness, Instinct, or in- Instinct, um, Consciousness, Trauma, what are your, uh, I can't see the options. None of
1: those are on here. I have Elation, Hallucination, Mimicry, Obsession, Hysteria, Mysticism, or Paranoia. Oh, that's the, uh, the,
0: the Disorder. Yeah. Alright, yeah, I think we should just, like, pick one and then nix it at the end.
1: Yeah, I, I'll just pick Elation, it's the first one on the list
0: okay uh now on to i've got potential defense speed and stamina you are you're at domains one second let me see where that's at survival points All right, one second let me I'm, I'm gonna go back to my table of contents here age setbacks hmm, i don't really see what domains are supposed to mm. do oh yeah it's also a thing in this world that like any character like that reaches in order to become a fully fledged citizen has to serve in the military uh, um this is a cat so i think they are technically not bound to this so i don't know let's uh i don't see what uh primary and secondary domains is supposed to be referencing i don't know i'm one second let me see if there's just anything that i've missed here in the hmm it doesn't look like it mm. i wonder if this is something that's like part of one of the expansions maybe because there are two there's uh there's a companion book and two expansions Uh. so if there's so if the domains are something from the occultism book or i forget what the the book three is called um but if it's from those then we wouldn't have that because i don't have that book yeah uh so i'm i guess we're just gonna have to go based off what uh the, the generator here says. So it says, choose primary and secondary domains for your character. You must select two uh, 1 and 2 stars, 1, 3, and 1, 5.
1: It's already given us our 5 star. And I think our 3 star has to be close combat.
0: Okay. Um, so let's see. I think stealth might be good for a 2 star.
1: I was thinking the same thing.
0: And then
1: maybe perception as our other perception would be a good and then let's see what can our one
0: performance performance yeah. and travel
1: uh yeah i think that works okay
0: we done military service did that change anything or I think so.
1: it says if not choose the skill domain you have trained into instead by clicking the- oh
0: so there's a that's what that thing is for uh go ahead i get Let's see. Natural environment is already our best thing, it looks like.
1: (laughs) So, might as well just select that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Improving domains. You can spend experience points to add bonuses to your domain, 10 XP. Ah, this is where other XP comes in. Okay. Um, In the following steps, you'll be able to choose disciplines from 20 to 25 XP as well as fighting arts, if you have at least five included.
0: No, see, that's actually part of the character creation process, if you want to go with that.
1: Ah, okay. Um, so we have 40 XP. Um, we could increase any of our things. So we have quite a few zeros, but I think the zeros make sense. Yeah. Cat wouldn't really deal in prayer or science or occultism. Well, unless your cat's kind of freaky.
0: <laughs> I think, again, the domains aren't really part of the character creation guide of the book. I'm guessing they are either like a... You, something that's usually done later in the game like after you've started playing mm-hmm. or an add-on in either the uh book three or the occultism book
1: okay luckily this one lets us skip it so we can skip this
0: i think we should skip this step and move on to uh bonuses to the domain disciplines which i think oh no i saw something about this this disciplines i think maybe
1: not hmm. Yeah, this one also has to deal with domains. So it says you can choose a discipline for every domain in which you have a score of 5 and which are part of your primary and secondary.
0: Um, Okay, so for us that was natural environment, right? Yep. I think you could uh, make an argument for putting all your bonus points into Fauna and Flora. (laughs) Good. Um, Oh, that takes experience points. Oh,
1: experience.
0: Survival would be good.
1: Yep, survival tracking
0: survival must take two we use that okay yeah or tracking takes two one or the other
1: no oh, it's not letting me choose both
0: huh
1: oh you can get a maximum of two disciplines
0: oh okay uh so let's just move on to the next one then hopefully then we'll be back on track equipment what? no we're still skipping things
1: okay <laughs> yeah weird
0: <laughs> wait go back because there's something about it looks like it skipped fighting arts
1: oh it did <laughs> there's nothing here
0: interesting okay okay so, yeah. Because see that's actually part of the, the book, but
1: Man, this thing uh, this creator is just skipping over everything.
0: Uh anyway, we've got uh we're on to equipment, it looks like here. You can add a few items to your inventory, don't be greedy. <laughs> well, um
1: <laughs> we can't really use equipment because of one of our rules. Um
0: Well, if there's some if there's some equipment that would work if comically downsized for a cat, then the cat can use it. Mm. It's just if they, it would be physically impossible for the cat to use, they can't use it.
1: Gotcha. So let's see. Got dagger, a sling, javelin, bow, crossbow, uh Francisca. I
0: think that's a type <laughs> of sword. Probably.
1: Short spear, club, craftsman hammer, mace, careth, battle axe, osag, straight bladed long sword, continental gladius, pole arm, long spear, two handed hammer, claymore, Short sword, long sword, short bow, and staff.
0: I don't know. Do you want our cat to have a a knife?
1: Our cat could hold a knife in its mouth. They could. Maybe that's how it's so good at killing things.
0: Maybe. Uh, I don't think we could give it a. I don't think we could make an argument for armor and shield. Well, maybe armor. You could you could size armor for a cat.
1: Yeah, maybe we could give him a leather tunic. Or her.
0: Yeah, we can give her a leather tunic and a dagger. Why not? All right. Just a a very tiny version of that one Dark Dark Souls boss. Yeah. (laughs) Except instead of a dog, it's a cat.
1: Oh man, when are they going to add that to Dark Souls, huh?
0: (laughs) Just a very tiny boss that's just a cat with a sword.
1: Its hitbox is so small you can't even touch it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gotta use area of effect magic spells or you die.
1: (laughs) Alright, so after equipment... Ah, here we go. We get to description and story. We already right. know our gender.
0: Female. Um, Description. I think if we're saying this is a mountain cat, it might make sense for it to be a gray cat.
1: Yeah. Blend into the environment a little more. Like a, mm-hmm. we do like a gray tabby cat. Yeah, that works. What is our cat's name?
0: Um. Oh, this is always fun. Uh, <laughs> do we want to just like, uh, give it a strong Osag name?
1: Yeah. I feel like, I feel like this this cat would be regarded as, like, a warrior in this little clan of people. I mean, otherwise, why would they give her armor and a dagger? <laughs> we could pull out the trusty warrior cat's generator.
0: I'm seeing if there's a Shadows of Estaran name generator. Good idea. That's not in French. <laughs> oh, here's a, a piece of advice. Uh, names in Shadows of Estaran are based on Celtic names. Mm-hmm. So, if we did a Celtic cat name... Which is basically Irish cats.
1: Gotcha. Hmm. I found a Celtic name generator. Um,
0: okay, some of these are just offensive. They they've got like Clover, Blarney, Dublin, uh, Finnegan. Uh, Did I see the that Fiona was an option?
1: I think so. Yeah, Fiona. Uh, Elspeth Finini. <laughs> I was trying to find one that meant like fighter. Ready, Swift. Am Amhairguani. Hmm. probably cheering these names
0: i've got uh i've got a proposal it's it would be mean to the cat but uh (laughs) mossack uh quigley which means hairy unkempt
1: okay how do you spell that
0: uh well do you actually want to go with that or
1: maybe i think what was what was the full name is mossack what
0: uh one second it's mossack quigley Uh, which is M-O-S-A-C-H, and then Quigley is Q-U-I-G-L-E-Y.
1: Hmm. I I don't know how I feel about Mossack. I do like Quigley, though. I think Quigley is a good...
0: Well, I mean, how many cats do you know with last names? Let's just do Quigley. Okay. (laughs) Which probably... If it's uh, named the Unkempt, then uh, it... Probably part of its physical description is that it has, like, matted fur or something.
1: Oh, yeah. That's how you spell matted. Is it M-A-T-T-E-D, or is it uh,
0: I think you got it right. Uh, if if yeah. matted. Okay.
1: Um...
0: That's that's fine, then. And then the story. I think uh, for story, it, it would be good if we came up with, first off, we need uh, the cat's Lore the backstory, and then why are they now adventuring? Right,
1: so backstory. I mean, our cats only You say her cat's name or cat's age was like five. Yeah, grew up on a farm, obviously.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Points we can base things on. inter of rodents.
0: All right, what else? We those are really the only two kind of things that we actually came up with so far. Yeah, uh, I think, uh. I think, uh, it's, it's kind of a horror environment, right? Mm -hmm. I think it would make sense to get, to have like a little bit of tragedy in the cat's life. And, uh, maybe, maybe it's, uh, maybe, maybe the, uh, the actual like owner of the farm it works on, uh, hunting the rats and whatnot was killed, uh, traveling somewhere with the cat and, uh, like the cat decided to, to tag along. Was there when the owner was killed and then it was rescued by adventurers.
1: I think that's really good. Uh I was thinking something similar of like their traveling and uh or like their owner died. So yeah. Oakley was Rodents and other pests to keep crops safe. I can't I can't speak as fast as I or I can't <laughs> type as fast as I
0: can I don't know, many who can. I
1: I Are they just adventuring? Are they taking, like, delivering crops to other towns, maybe?
0: The occupation is not necessarily something you have to, like, stick to. Like, if you're a scientist who's playing, or a magientist, sorry, who's playing, then you are probably not spending the entire game up in your lab. You are, for some reason, having to go out into the field. Yeah. Uh, And the field is not safe.
1: No. One day she was with her owner. Act... By the attack by the beast, horrifying beast. got to add some old well, adjectives in there?
0: Okay. The
1: owner died tragically, and she was found by group of adventurers. Um, do we? Do you think we need more than that?
0: I don't think we do. I think that's. I think that's good enough for a cat.
1: I think so too. Uh, player's name. People can fill that in. They yeah. do so decide. Uh, highlights. I don't think we need highlights. Not, nah. Not much to highlight.
0: Not yet, anyway. Next. Step. Y'all can take notes about your adventures in the highlights section. Right. Um, and is that it?
1: Yep, that is it. We can finalize the character.
0: Uh, I think all three of those are the, the sheet.
1: Oh, that you need. Yeah, they all look pretty different.
0: Okay. Now, I am just going to go through this because there is, like, a lot of this that it seems to have skipped or at the very least called something else Mm -hmm. in here which has been uh, a little confusing uh but like so we've got potential defense speed and stamina potential is a rating that will be used during the fighting phases it represents the investment ability of a character in a given fighting attitude the creativity of a pc gives the value of his potential uh actually like this a lot of this part the uh the generator may have skipped over simply because it's just calculating stats uh, uh but let's let's just go through and uh, open up the character sheet to page 1 and let's uh, let's make sure we understand why our stats are this way okay so uh, first off or maybe it's not page 1 uh let me pull up my the book has like a sample character sheet in the back somewhere at least i thought it did One second, I might need to pull up the uh, actual PDF of the character sheet that I have. That's not form fillable, tragically. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. No, the here's the thing. The official character sheet also talks about domains and disciplines, but that is in no way any part of the character creation process described in this book.
1: Absolutely
0: Um, wild so there must be something in, like i'm missing somewhere in here but um i don't know i don't know what that is hmm. uh but anyway let's just go through and talk about some of this stuff during a fight like defense during a fight everybody has the ability to defend themselves the defense rating is related to several qualities the fighter's ability to analyze the situation some degree of carefulness and also his knack for anticipating the actions of his opponents This rating is used as a difficulty threshold to determine if an attack succeeds. Uh, Is that just talking about rolling to defend?
1: I think (laughs) so. Because it kind of
0: sounds like it's just talking about rolling to defend. Yeah. Uh, Then stamina. Every player has a basic rating of 10 in stamina. Uh, Speed. To know the initial speed rating of a character, make the following addition. Way of combativeness plus way of empathy. So you it probably tells you like your fighting potential uh is for you two, right? Mm-hmm. That would be on page two of the character sheet. Fighting yeah. Under weapons.
1: Ah, yes. Potential two.
0: Okay. Uh so that makes sense because you're uh you have a three in uh combativeness.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or no it's in it's creativity, which you have a four in. Yes. Or it was creativity, no, creativity...
1: Is is two combativeness is
0: okay. Okay. So from two to four, the character has two potential points is the, is the points. Okay. Um, anyway, um, we've already talked about stamina, fighting attitudes and attack ratings. So there are different attitudes when you are doing an attack. There's the standard attitude, not particularly being aggressive or defensive. You fight in a balanced way. The potential is not used uh attack defense and speed are indicated as they are offensive attitude by counting on an overwhelming attack the player will tend toward will tend to take more risk the potential is added to attack and subtracted from defense so when you're doing an attack roll then you would add your a plus two basically to your attack and when you have to defend you will uh, subtract two from your defense and then the exact opposite will happen for the defensive attitude, you'd take two away from attack, add two to defense.
1: Hmm. Looks, I'm I'm looking at these char- this character sheet, and it looks so in depth. Like, mm-hmm. There are like a million things to keep track of, which is very cool. I do like yeah. games games with in depth of uh, combat.
0: Yeah, it's very in depth on a, l- a lot of the stuff. There's also the quick attack uh, attack uh, style, which is. You count on acting first, even at the cost of risk. Potential is added to speed and deducted from defense. Uh, (laughs) This basically boosts your speed, but if someone else is faster than you, they will still move first.
1: Ah, just like Pokemon.
0: Yep. (laughs) Exactly like Pokemon. Uh, Down to the uh, Eldritch Horror element and the Sanity stat. Ah, I think
1: Sanity... Is that not page three?
0: I don't know. We skipped over sanity because we said we were going to nix that anyway. So
1: yeah, I know it's listed on here somewhere. You're using this, or you can use it and change it. To do. Yep.
0: I'm not your
1: boss. I don't know why you're listening to me.
0: (laughs) Then there's something called survival points, but that's set to three by default. Um, I think you boosted your survival.
1: Uh, I believe we,
0: Um, when you were deciding your advantages. Yes, and so yeah, that's that's character creation. It, I am blown away by the fact that domains is literally never once mentioned, but it is obviously a big part of determining your character's uh, capacity.
1: Oh yeah, I was I was very confused by that, but also I guess that's what we get for using a character creator tool and not having like a fillable sheet. Oh so, yeah, if anyone out there wants to make a fillable sheet for these for this game.
0: Uh, there's probably already a fillable like community made thing somewhere but I I never found it. At least not uh, in English. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm going through here real quick just to see if there's anything later on in the book about domains. Yeah.
1: Anything we made? I'm
0: not I'm not seeing it. <laughs> hmm. Like it's obviously part of the character sheet. The official character sheet released uh with Shadows of Westeren, but I don't see anything about it
1: oh that is on but it might be one of those things that's like up to player interpretation maybe
0: that could be um and if someone knows exactly where in the book it talks about domains feel free to at me because i would actually love to play a game of this at some point even if it's just a one-shot um and i want to make sure that i'm setting things up correctly for my players yeah. When that happens. But anyway, I think that's that's the whole deal. That's character creation.
1: We have we've made yet another cat.
0: Yep. This one was a little weird. Uh I think in the future it will be best if we can have the PDFs on hand, or at the very least, have the core book where we can both read it.
1: Yeah. That was the other uh issue we ran into with this one.
0: Yeah, it's not it's not like it's not like D and D. Not everything can be like D and D, where they have like the descriptive uh, um, character creator thing built into the website and officially maintained by the company producing the game. Not everyone can afford to do that, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, but sometimes, those, you know, you never know the true um, potential of a game until you play it or check it out, at least.
0: Yep. See, one thing I love about, like, Powered by the Apocalypse games, though, is they're, they're often simple enough that character creation is explained by your character sheet. So we'll have to do a few more Powered by the Apocalypse games. So far, we've just done the one, which was City of Mist. And uh, City of Mist did not have a uh, a self-explanatory character creation system.
1: <laughs> no, we spent a long time on that. I don't know if how much that episode is getting cut down or you know, staying the same. But if it comes out before this and you have listened to it, I'm sure it was a nice bonus length episode.
0: Oh yeah. Uh if we, we when we have more guests on, I I said if, when we have more guests on, mm-hmm. uh we will not be creating two characters again. That could have been done in an hour, I think. Oh, if we yeah. had actually uh just focused on the one cat instead of giving him a partner. Yeah. Um it... Like, don't get me wrong, the partner was a cool addition, but the recording session was three hours.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was it was way longer than our usual session. Um, but I, I think it was fun nonetheless, but yes, definitely just going to stick to cats from now on.
0: Yep. Uh, if anyone else uh, comes on, hopefully it will be because they are providing us with a game that we do not have and walking us through the process. Or, if they would really like to learn, then we will just, I guess, make the character by committee uh, yeah. as we all stumble through a new system. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Austin, do you have anything to promote this week?
1: Same as always. I'm going to promote my Twitch. Uh, Avalon, uh, at Avalon Alchemist. Um, same thing with Twitter. If you want to follow me, see me be goofy on there. Same thing, Avalon Alchemist. I will also put this week, uh, I have a TikTok that I use very sparingly, um, but I do use it. Um, Same name. Uh, So if you want to see the weird shenanigans I post on there, feel free to. Um, And if not, that's your prerogative.
0: (laughs) Sounds like fun. Uh, As for me, you can find most of my links at jholland.start.page i will mention we have a uh, actual we have a twitter page for this we've actually had it all along i've just not mentioned it previously i don't think i have anyway because reasons but it's literal cat pod you can follow us on twitter at literal cat pod. probably by time this comes out i will also have a tumblr page i'm not doing facebook again facebook is just a bottomless pit with no reward. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) sadly,
1: but it's the world we live in now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like Twitch in that if you've already got a community on there, you're good, but if you don't, it's impossible to build one, and they're making it harder all the time.
1: That is true. Let me tell you, it is hard to get people to find me on Twitch when I am playing indie games um, because... Nobody nobody really looks uh, by game tag.
0: No. Dis- Discovery on Twitch is a joke, but that's not really. We're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about cats.
1: Um, speaking of cats, uh, and something we probably should have done before plugging, how many rules did we break, Joel?
0: Let's see. This may not be a complete list. We'll have to kind of determine that. But first off, the setting assumed that we were playing as a human. Uh, We did not do that. Then, based on the assumption that we were playing as a human, it gave us a human an- ethnicity, which we also ignored. Mm-hmm. Although, I'm going to count that as a rule broken, but technically it might not be, simply because we are playing in the Osags, or the Osag, however you say that, in their like region of the world. Like, your your friends and family, your human friends and family as a cat, would have been Aussag. Yeah. Because that's just the, re- the region of the world you grew up in. Um, thirdly, our, uh, every character is supposed to have served in the military by time they are 15, and you're not really supposed to be a player character until you're 16. Cats don't live that long. So technically we broke the age rule.
1: Mm-hmm. We broke the age rule along with the military rule, so you can count that as one, you can count that as two, whatever. Um, now, whatever we didn't technically
0: belt. break the the uh, military rule because we are not necessarily going to live long enough to do military service.
1: That is true. You think they would force a cat to do military service if it lived that long?
0: You know, and it's it and really it... depends on their attitudes towards the cat, I think. Yeah. Because, like, this everything in this book is built around the idea of a human society. There's not like fantasy races or anything. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that they would acknowledge a cat, even a very intelligent one as a citizen. And if they're not a citizen, they don't have to serve in the military.
1: Fair. Okay. So that's uh, three rules broken then at least. Uh, I'm sure there's other ones that we broke that we can't really account for.
0: There are probably plenty, since we like didn't really understand how the uh, what are they called domains worked.
1: Yeah, stuff like that.
0: And then if you want, if you want, you could say that we broke a rule by throwing out the optional uh, sanity thing, but that was not required for us to do in the first place. So
1: yeah, that one that one's up to your uh, uh, game master or whatever the term is for Shadows of Istari.
0: I think it's leader. Leader, yeah.
1: I I know you had said it at one point, but I forgot what it was.
0: Yep. Um, They say it all the time throughout character creation. It is... I'm pretty sure it's leader. Right. But anyway, thank you all for listening and uh, tune in next time. Austin, do you have a cat pun for us this week?
1: I do. I've been ruminating on this one the whole episode. Um, Oh boy. But I've got a new one. Uh, We hope you enjoyed and we hope that you have... A meowless day.
0: I hate it. Thank you very much.
1: You are so welcome.
0: Thank you for listening to one of our first recordings of how to make a literal cat in your favorite RPG. These episodes were recorded before we had certain information nailed down, so some of it might be missing or inaccurate. Under normal circumstances, we try and discuss this information in episode, but for the record, Joel Holland, me, is on social media and publishing sites with the username Danala Lioge. I understand that you might not guess how to spell or pronounce that, so you can go to jholland.start.page, linked in the show notes, to access all of those links at once. Austin Irwin has recently changed his username on most social media sites from Redhead Warlock to Avalon Alchemist. He's active on Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok under the new name. If you have a specific type of cat you'd like to see, you can email us at literalcatpod at gmail.com to recommend games, suggest character concepts and prompts, or to request collaborations, guest spots, or other business inquiries. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at LiteralCatPod to receive updates, ask questions, and of course, don't forget to leave a review on the listening service of your choice. If you want us to see it, though, I highly recommend leaving your review on Podchaser. Finally, you can grab all the character sheets at bit.ly slash LiteralCatPod. Following that link will take you to a Dropbox folder containing every character sheet from every episode. Once again, thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.